Today is uh, July 16th, 2017, and this is Worlds of Books. Uh, today we're discussing the book A Dog's Purpose by W. Bruce Cameron. Uh, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about W. Bruce Cameron because uh, he wrote our April book, which was the, the Midnight Plan of the Repo Man, and I gave some background information on him at that time. He was born in 1960 in Michigan. Uh, he was a, a columnist at one time, a humorist, and 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 now I think he's, he he kind of seems to, to to focus a lot of his book writing around dogs and stuff. I mean, he does some other things. Uh, he wrote a book called Oh something like Eight Secrets of How to Date My Teenage Daughter. I got that name wrong, but uh, you get the gist of it. I mean, it, it's humor, obviously, but. Uh, uh, I like it. I really, I really enjoyed the Midnight Plan of the Repo Man, and uh, and I, and I really enjoyed this book. So I'm gonna, uh, uh, I'm I'm gonna release the mic here and let and let y'all make your comments. I, I imagine we'll have a short session today. There's just there's just uh, four of us here, but uh, uh, I, I'm gonna release the mic and let y'all let y'all comment uh, on the book. I I remember the Midnight Plan of the Repo Man. I don't know if I got in the discussion, but it was a, it was funny. But this book was just wonderful in my book. Now, remember, I love dogs. I, I have, I've had 10 guide dogs, but I love dogs anyway. But I, I, I won't get into the plot. Other people will. But it just, it just was written so well. And the author got into the head of the, of the dog, just like my trainers do at guide dog school. Just this is what the dog's thinking while you're acting like an idiot out here. Uh, you know, and it's just, just great. Uh, of course, uh, Ethan, I liked Ethan's story, uh, where he's a boy and then an old man. And it was amazing how Ethan came back and got the dog when he had him at the shelter. And he was going to go to these little girls and he was bored. It was going to be Coley, I think it was. Yeah. And they were going to rename him. And he says, comes back, I want that dog back. And they, you can't have him. These little girls are breaking their heart until Coley. Or I forget his name then, but uh, buddy, uh, buddy, yeah, saw uh, saw Ethan and went nuts, and it was a beautiful story. And he, he, of course, he meets Hannah, and so on. He also wrote Ruth Ann tells me, and I'm going to read it. A dog's journey, Bruce Cameron, kind which which continues this story of Buddy yes. or whoever. Whatever. Anyway, anyway, I I was prepared at first not to like it. You know, it showed puppies and. I like I like dogs, but I said, oh, I don't know. But I kept going, and it was absolutely great. A great choice of books. Wait, go ahead. I understand that there's a movie that was made on this book, and I wonder how they could make a movie on it that would be anywhere near the feeling that this book was. But I really enjoyed it. I uh, loved the way he brought each dog into the story, and... Uh, uh, I, I, how he starts out with, uh, what was the dog's name? Oh, Toby. Toby. And um, he was a wild dog at first of his mother, and uh, he gave the dogs these crazy names, um, like uh, 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 Fast and, oh, yeah, uh, fast and different things like that. Yeah. And, and I, I really enjoyed the book. Uh, there's a, it was, it was a great book, I, I thought, and, now I don't. Now the next one, the uh, the book 
A Dog's Journey, I didn't think was quite as good, although it was good. And, uh, but it was a sequel of, you know, the dogs coming back and everything like that. And it was a, it was a, it brought the story along and it was a, it was a good book and it ended where they finally let him go home. And, uh, but it was, it was a good book. Okay. Well, Bob, I think that, uh, what you said about how he got into the mind of the dog, I thoroughly agree with you. That was really, um, I think that I've read both this book and the second book too. And I think between the two of them, it really gave me a lot of insight into my own dog's um, thinking. And I think I've looked at him differently since I read those books. So, I thought that was really outstanding about this book. Um, my Ralphie is not a god dog, but I still, he's still really important to me. And so it's like, it, it, it was just great. I, I just loved it. And I feel like I pretty much agree with most of everything that you said about it. I One thing real quick, I had to have my dog go back to the guide dog school. We're about 20 minutes away. Because we're working on the house. I won't get into that story. And when I ended the book this week, I was crying. I said, I want my dog right now. You know, it was that powerful. And I don't cry on many books. And I don't say I want to reread them. But I would reread this one. I see Daniel Danielle here. And I hope she can talk. Yeah, we, we could kind of hear you, Danielle. You were a little bit low. It's Danielle Lede, maybe, L-E-D-E-T. But uh, welcome, and uh, I'll let go of the mic if you want to say something. You can have at it. Yes, it's Danielle Ledet, and I'm glad to be here. I'm a little late, so I'll just listen and see what everybody's talking about. Okay, well, uh, you're welcome to listen. We're talking about A Dog's Purpose by W. Bruce Cameron, and uh, uh, I, I guess it's I guess it's my turn. I'm on a Windows XP computer. Sometimes these... Uh, this TC conference thing works, and sometimes it doesn't. I'll make sure I hold the mic down. But uh, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this book for the for the same reasons y'all y'all all said. Uh, uh, it's obvious that, that W. Bruce Cameron loves dogs, and uh, I, I feel the same way about them. I've I've, I've had dogs all my life. Uh, n- n- never a never a, a guide dog, but uh, just dogs around the house and. Uh, uh, you could tell that that Cameron knows that that I mean I think dogs are just totally devoted to to to, to man I mean they they just want to serve us and stuff and uh, he just did a real good job getting into this dog's head and 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 bringing that point across I mean uh, uh, I I just love the <laughs> I mean. We we personify them so much. I mean, we we want to make them as human as possible. It seems like, and and, and I think I I think their intelligence levels is a lot higher than than science has previously given them credit for. Uh, I mean, that's just that's just my own opinion. But uh, 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 but I, I would love the way he would comment, and, and it, whether it was to, whether it was Bailey or Toby or or Buddy or or Ellie or, or whichever personality the dog was in and somebody somebody would say something to me he would say the 
you know, the, the the narrative would say something like, "Well, I had no idea what they were talking about, but I mean, I, you know, I went along with it and stuff." So, I mean, he, he was constantly doing that because I mean, we 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 tend to think that they can understand everything we say to them and stuff, which uh, uh, which I think they understand a lot more than we give them credit for. But uh, uh, I I really enjoyed the way uh, he kept getting back to the fact that the dog was there to. You know, to you know, to to love his master and stuff, and he he kept going back to that over and over and over again. It just really, really touches your your heart, unless you're an anti-dog person, and, and if so, you're you're not in the meeting. You, you didn't read the book, but uh, uh, he he just really did a well. I don't know how much of that y'all heard of me, but uh, uh, the mic keeps dropping. But he just really did a good job of of getting to the dog's head and having the dog, uh, it, it, you know expresses devotion and uh you know love his master you know even though some of them were easier to love than others but uh uh i, I really like the way he he kept doing the uh the the, the reincarnation thing I, I thought it just made for a really good story hey alan what did you think of how he had that, what he thought of the cats <laughs> okay I'll, I'll i'll yield here yeah yeah i mean uh uh, uh I don't remember which which one which personality it was. Uh, no, what it, it was it was Ellie. I think it was Ellie that that was the uh, the the German Shepherd when he went, when he was a German Shepherd doing a, a search and rescue uh, personality that uh, that that his owner had the, had the cats and stuff. So uh, it, it was just funny. I mean, it, you, you could tell who that the author had been around cats and dogs and stuff, and but. Uh, uh, I, I, I like the way that the dog made an effort and stuff, but then then he would just say, "Well, you know, they're just stupid cats and stuff." Kind of, kind of at the end of the day, that's kind of. I thought it was very funny. Yeah, a couple of thoughts. Uh, three. Um, the, the fact that uh, that uh, at the guide dog school they have cats all over the place, and I uh, had a dog named Ed, and the cats came out and they go, "Oh, it's okay. It's just Ed. He likes it. He'll we'll be. It's cool. You know, we won't have any problems with him." You could see that expression on the cat's faces that's what the instructors told me they said they cracked up they were really laughing you, you a lot of times we get into characters we like the most probably i like ethan the most although they're all pretty good i jacob was a little distant but he had issues his wife had passed away and uh and so forth but the worst character was todd oh my goodness he was evil and uh cost uh, ethan his football career almost killed him and uh uh, was it Bailey? Bailey yeah. nailed him. I'm so glad. And, and the police followed the blood spots to Todd's home. And then when they said, well, why why did you do this? He goes, I don't know. You know, that somebody's got to put him away or, or something uh, on that one. And the, yes, uh, my dog, a lot of times I'm in a hurry or I have a bad day or whatever. And I'm running and he looks at me. Dad, I don't know what you want, but let's just go. I'll follow you. I think you're nuts, but I'll follow you. You can just feel it, you know. Like he snorts and just goes with me, but I maybe it's just a bad day or I'm in a hurry or something. So I know what you what you mean. But his uh, uh, I didn't like when they gassed Toby, but I guess they do that in the shelters. I would have taken him with a bad leg as a pet, oh, but yeah. they said unadoptable, and he's in this hot room. It gets hot. Spike was like Spike Todd. Was awful. Spike was awful. They should have not let him in there uh, as a. I don't know if he was a pit bull. He was a fighting dog. And uh, he nailed Toby, and uh, Toby said it was hot. the room was hot, and suddenly he becomes he eventually becomes Bailey. Right. Um, okay. 
I, I just wasn't sure. Uh, that's the book I read. It was I, my favorite part was when he said, um, "Oh, there's no school today," so I had a bark to wake everybody up, and I thought uh, that was so funny because we tend to think that our dogs are, you know, we tend to humanize them, and so a lot of that was um, similar. Or some of the parts are similar to experiences that I had with my dogs and and I have to agree with y'all about Todd I was just shocked but you know we uh there are people there are people who just and even young people who, who just go oh I don't know why I did that and they think it's it's all good you know it's yeah that was disturbing to me well we remember that where Todd gave uh Bailey the poisoned meat and he looked at it all night thank I said don't take it Bailey please and he said I sure wanted it but then mom came and got it and said, this smells, let's throw it away. But that was had to be taught in action there. And you wonder why, why they do it. A, a dog gives you unconditional love. And if they're angry, if they're growling, there's, they, they, uh, my friend has a rescue dog, is it? Rescue? Yeah. And uh, Nemo. And Nemo growls at everybody. But I don't know what he he's went like, through as a puppy. I don't know if they abused him. But he's not a happy dog. And it's sad. They're, they're trying to you know raise him and... And I admire that, but he's he's just not a happy dog at all. Yeah, Todd was a sociopath. I mean, no, no question about it. He, he he was he was one disturbed individual. So, yeah, I worried too when when he gave uh, uh, Bailey it was Bailey that, that meat and stuff. I thought, man, don't eat that stuff. But uh, it, it it made for some good suspense and stuff. But uh, 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 I, you know, I mean, he he was clearly the, the the one really really bad character in the book, and and that one guy that had that that was going to adopt, uh, maybe it was when he was Ellie, the German Shepherd, or or was he a Labrador? I can't remember what he was, but uh, he left him out in that that heated car. Oh no, that that was Bailey. Yeah, he he got that he got the golden retriever and left Bailey in that in the heated car and stuff, and then. Uh, uh, Ethan's mother, you know, rescued him. You know, broke the glass and rescued him. I thought that was great. And so uh, that that guy was a low life too. Absolutely, he was a jerk. He was. Uh, I thought he'd be okay, you know, but he went. He was drinking, and he let. And it was hot, and Mom saved him. Remember, she said, "This is terrible," and she threw a rock through the window and got Bailey out and takes him home to Ethan, a boy and his dog. Oh my goodness, and that was so great. And Ethan was so good with him. And I like grandma and grandpa. Oh, yeah. I, I, everybody wants to have a grandma and grandpa. I did like them. Not a farm, but just, you know, you go in and smell cookies and all the good stuff. And Remember when the wo- woman, when he had to run, uh, he had to rescue an Alzheimer's patient? Or, yes. And she, said she smelled a lot like grandpa or grandma. Grandma. Yeah. yeah, he did. I like Maya and Al. I thought they were, that was a different culture. And I think Bailey was in Los Angeles. I mean, uh, Bailey, um, Ellie was in L.A., right? Los That's Angeles. And uh, uh, but they were wonderful. They, Maya really loved him, and uh, and Al and uh, Al cried when they took him to put him down. Uh, just as Siri, this is what the book's about: the adventures uh, of a dog. And I hope they do reincarnate. I <laughs> sometimes I've had dogs, and I said, this guy's like it or a little bit, or this guy's like whatever. But maybe we project it. But uh, they just have the same mannerisms, and you say, "Oh my gosh," you know. And it's it's quite. Uh, I, I my life has been really fulfilled having a dog because if you're sad, they're there for you. If you're happy, their tail is wagging like crazy. 
I really liked uh, Bailey's uh, uh, thoughts about the horse <laughs> on Grandpa and, and Grandma's farm. I thought that was so funny because he never forgave that horse for throwing uh, throwing Ethan that time. But uh, <laughs> I just I just thought it was it was very humorous the way he uh, uh, the way Cameron you know. You know, I mean, I mean, you you would swear he thinks like a dog and stuff, and he just did a really good job of, 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 of putting, of uh, putting Bailey's head into the other animals, how, how a dog would would see him and stuff, and I just thought that was very funny. And Jasper, of course, Jasper the donkey, and then he comes back, and there's another Jasper. There wasn't there another donkey? Yeah. It wasn't Jasper uh, on that one, but uh, yeah, that's good. the horse. That was classic. Was he was at, was um, Ethan too young to be left two or three days on a farm when there's guns? There's, I I really wondered if Grandpa if they messed up there by leaving him for what two or three days and uh, he got into trouble. Not on purpose. He's maybe he was eleven, maybe twelve. I I don't know. I can't remember uh, when my our parents left us at twelve or eleven. They called every every hour like. So I was, I thought that too, and they didn't really say what his age was, but I was like, oh my goodness, he went off and he got lost. And then, but what was fascinating to me was that even after all those years, the dog, you know, came back and could remember. He must have been pretty aged by the time uh, the dog got back to him uh, as, uh, oh, I forget, as Buddy, he called him. But he he had to be, it sounded like he was pretty aged, and also, um, how the people kept their keepsakes for so long. I've always tried to do that, and I've lost a lot of stuff. I was never able to keep certain things I wanted, but usually in, in books like that, they do. And then um, with Jacob, he was so... I had to wonder what was like what was his state of mind when he gave up the dog, because it seemed like he was really devoted to her, and then he just... You know, when, oh, okay, uh, Maya, you can have her, and he wanted nothing much to do with her. I could never, I just don't part with my dogs very well like that, and I tend to grieve quite a while after, you know, they're gone or whatever happens to them. So anyway. Police dogs or whatever, canine, whatever, patrol, are very serious dogs. Ruth Ann took her guide dog out. Did you take him? Yeah. Uh Beamer out to the court, the house, grass. And there was the uh, canine dogs, and they didn't move a muscle. They, the, 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 the trainer was total control, all the trainers. And they said, don't worry about it. She could you know, do her thing and whatever, and they're not going to bother her. And Jacob was very serious. Remember, he, he lost his wife. And, uh, he, and he had been shot, well, the second time now, you know, but he, he'd been shot. And he finally, as you know, uh, married uh, this woman, uh, and they had a child, and he was happy. And he, he finally told uh, uh, Ellie, good dog, Ellie. Ellie was with Maya at that school, was it? Mm-hmm. And he said, good dog. And he really meant it. But before that, he did keep his distance. You're right. And she loved him, but mm-hmm. not as much as Ethan. <laughs> she, oh, no. she really loved Ethan. I think, uh, Danielle, to answer your question, I think Ethan was like in his mid-60s at the end there where he came across Bailey Again, Bailey as Buddy, I guess. But uh, he was a little bit loose with with the the time frame. I mean, he and Hannah had a few years together, it seemed like. But then then I think he must have been like, he wasn't that old. I mean, mean, 
people are living so so long nowadays. But I, I got the impression he was like maybe in his early seventies when he finally had that that final heart attack and, and passed. But uh, maybe somebody else can comment on that. I'm I'm not, I'm not exact about the times. I'll try. At one point, they mentioned forty four years had passed, but remember Ethan left him when he went to college, 18, 19 maybe, and 44 more years. I think in mid-60s, certainly. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and, then he, and then wasn't, um, what's the dog's name then? Buddy? With yeah. him several years with Hannah, yeah. Mary. I somebody think of eight years. So he was probably the early 70s when he died. And when he died, that was, oh, my goodness, the, the, the flip or whatever. He throws it out the yeah. window and says, go get it. But he doesn't want to. He doesn't want yeah. to leave him. And when he comes back, he's on the floor and going. Right, because it seemed like he went into like this state of dementia or something. That's what I got. So that would never. Yeah, he seemed like he faded out. I mean, obviously the author, you know, wanted to end the book that way. But uh, I would have thought he had a lot, a lot of years left. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, he grew up on that farm and stuff, and you know, who knows how he took care of himself. But still. Uh, the author wanted the character to die, so he he died. But uh, uh, but but he just did such a good job of weaving the 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 dogs. I mean, and you know, they they were quite different kind of dogs and stuff. He did a real good job of weaving them in. Also, it occurred to me that all of them seemed to be breeds that they used for dog. Go ahead. Yeah, each dog was very different, and you know the the golden retriever and the. Uh, and and the lab and each dog had a, you know her his or her own role to play, but each one was so different. Well, remember at right. the at the end he meets Hannah again, and that yeah. was good. Her, her, she, yeah, he was my first boyfriend, and uh, yeah. they didn't quite. I don't know. Um, Hannah understood when Todd said that Ethan was running around with a girl named Michelle. And he explained it. She understood that, but he didn't understand when the track star hugged at Hannah and she yeah. seemed to enjoy it. It's teenage romance and, yeah. you know, those things happen. And then Hannah had her life and had three daughters. And then they, they all, they married, uh, she married Ethan and they called him granddaddy or something. And he loved it. He was, he was, he, he really, he was not growing old gracefully. He was a lonely man, you know, yeah. angry. Uh, but when uh, but Buddy came along and he brought him back and he said I should have had a dog all the time. Yeah, yeah, I've already referred to this thing, but I, but I love that scene where he, you know, he, he finally had the epiphany and got his fanny down to the the shelter and said I, I, I'm taking the dog. And uh, for a second there, it looked like he was going to let another family adopt him, and uh, uh, that that was just great because. Uh, 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 it, it just was very, very touching, but uh, he did a real good job of of, of, uh, of making the book emotional uh, without making it sappy and stuff. I thought. Yeah, I'm. <clears throat> I'm so impressed with this author. Uh, I I absolutely love the dog in the first book. In the well, in the first book that you guys read, which is also the first one that I read of this guy's work and then of course not knowing exactly which book came first I ended up reading A Dog's I guess it's A Dog's Life is the name of the other book I read it before I actually read A Dog's Purpose and so I, it was kind of 
I don't know. It really didn't matter very much. I still loved all three of the books. Um, well, both of the books about about Buddy. A Dog's Journey is is the uh, is the sequel, I think, to to this one, A Dog's Purpose. I think A Dog's Purpose came out in two thousand and ten, and A Dog's Journey, I think, maybe two thousand twelve. I'll check my Microsoft Word document while I release this. I think you're right, Alan. Um, I, and and it, that is the one that I'm thinking about. I, I just couldn't remember. <laughs> um, I also just, I really enjoy books where a dog is a central character. And I think that's one of the reasons that I admire like Dana Stabenow's books about um, Kate Shugak is because the dog that she has is so important in the books. Oh, I really like those books. I only read um, A Cold Day for Murder. I have to get the others now that you mentioned that. Uh, also, a couple of other things I've got in my Word document. Uh, He's written a sequel to the Midnight Plan of the Repo Man. Midnight Plan of the Repo Man came out in 2014. He's got a sequel to it called Repo Madness, and that's 2016. And he's also got one called Ellie's Story. And I think Ellie was one of the names of one of the dogs, one of the reincarnated dogs, I guess the uh, the, the search and rescue one maybe. And that's uh, Ellie's Story. It's called A Dog Story, and it's 2015. So, uh I may I may be trying to track down some more of this guy's books because I I really do like the way he writes and I, I do like his humor. Ruthann wants to go question. ahead. Has any of you seen the movie? I was wondering if it's good or is uh-uh. it the the dog's purpose? Rochelle saw it. Yeah, I I was wondering if it's kind of faithful yeah. to the story here or is it you know they didn't do it. I I I just it it just. Explains me how you think of making a movie on this book. Well, they can I, do it. I know that there's a lot, but that's that easy. Feeling, yeah. Uh, it wasn't Alan's right. It wasn't sappy like Lassie. You come home, yeah. and I'm that little kid. I used to. I didn't like him very much. I I, I should have. Everybody else did, but mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but this was not that. No. Toby was killed. You know, he was. They they didn't save him at the last second. Or, no. And uh, you know, Ellie was put down, and it was real. It was it was what it's could crazy. happen, you know, along the way with people and their dogs. And he did find the farm. That was amazing how he oh, found yeah. the farm the second time. That was absolutely amazing. I haven't seen the the movie uh, either, but I'll I'll get on IMDb and and read a little bit about who's in it and stuff. I've, I've always I mean I used to watch a lot of movies before I lost my vision and stuff. And I've always uh, my dad watched a lot of TV and movies and stuff. And I just. Uh, I guess it stuck with me. My family are big, big movie watchers and stuff. So uh, uh, I've always known which stars were in what things, like old TV shows and stuff. So I'll check out and see what it says about it, what year it came out, and who's in it and stuff. And I'll see if I can find a described version of it and stuff. Okay, well, uh, I think we've discussed this pretty good. I don't know if anybody else has any other comments. I'll, I'll release the mic here and let you have uh, one more shot at it, and then I will... I'll take suggestions for next month's book. I've got one picked out, but uh, if 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 y'all have any suggestions, I'm I'm willing to to hear those. Okay. Well, I hope the rooms and the mics are still working. I didn't hear anybody say anything. So, the book I've picked out. I think we hadn't done a nonfiction one in a couple of months. So I've picked out a nonfiction book. We try to do those 
at least every every few months in this this book group is there's really aren't there's really aren't any book groups that are devoted to nonfiction. And the book for August twentieth is Hidden Figures. That's DB eight six two three four. And I believe I got the woman's name right. Margot Lee Shetterly. But it's uh D B eight six two three four. That this book's been in or this this subject has been in the news as of late because they made a movie in 2016 that got nominated for an Oscar. Uh, this is about uh, uh, the black women that were involved in the space program as as math scientists and, and helping with a lot of the calculations, I think, in, in the space race and stuff. Now, I probably butchered that, but uh, uh, I, I think it's good to know about stuff like that, and I, I'm looking forward to reading it, so that, that's why I picked it. I think that sounds like a really interesting book. I read somebody's uh, review of it on DV Review, and I thought, "Wow, that sounds pretty awesome." Okay, well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna dismiss this if that's okay with you guys, and and and, and thank you all all for coming. I, I really enjoyed the comments, and uh, Danielle, hope to see you again. It's nice to have you uh, uh, attending, Deb. It's always good to see you, and Bob and Ruth Ann, always. So, uh, everybody, enjoy your Sunday evenings, and I'll see you next time.